1: Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend, a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget, so if you understand, let me see those
0: hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope. Program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now, here are your hosts: Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
2: Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you into our show this morning. We are here at the Super Talk Radio Station in Corinth on a pretty uh, November morning. It's re- super nice here. I'm Tommy Wilson, Director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with my great friends uh, Wesley Jackson, the director of the Freedom Center. Uh, Bobby Kelps is with us today, you know, and he is the uh, biblical counselor, director of Crosswind Ministries there of their of counseling thing. And we've got also a friend here, Ronnie Martin. Uh, Ronnie is on uh, the team there at Freedom Center now. And uh, what I don't, what's your title, Ronnie? Uh, Ralph's right-hand man. Ralph's right-hand man, whatever Ralph wants him to do. Uh, And by the way, Ralph don't need much, so
1: yeah. He's light light lifting on that one. But
2: it's a big day in the life of uh, Living Free in the Freedom Center for us. It's our annual Night of Hope. Uh, We host it the Thursday before Thanksgiving uh, to just give thanks, but also to give praise for what the Lord's doing and also an opportunity to ask the community to pour into Living Free uh, here at the end of the year. And it's it's always a big night. It, it, we've got a big night planned. Uh, worship tonight is led by our Grace Chapel team. That's our Wednesday night crew. And uh, Wesley, we heard them last night. They're just unbelievable. They're really good.
1: Well, they're excited about tonight. They were... Uh... Definitely pumping up tonight's service, so we, we invite everybody out, and I think it's going to be a great time, Tommy.
2: Yeah, and then we have two individuals, local individuals sharing. Our, our own Ronnie Martin will be uh, uh, kind of introduced to the community again tonight. Yeah. Uh, great newspaper article yesterday in the paper on Ronnie Martin. He uh, left uh, out
3: the part that he's a televangelist.
0: And, yeah, you
2: know. yeah. If, uh, <laughs> Wednesday's edition of the Daily Corinthian had a great article on uh, Ronnie, and uh, we're we're excited. Ronnie will be sharing tonight, and then our own Amber Phillips uh, and uh, Amber Stevens uh, Phillips will be sharing, and her story is unbelievable. What God's done in her life over the last several years, and man, we're just excited, and also. To wrap it up tonight, we've got Thanksgiving meal furnished by Ellistown Baptist Church. Uh, Our friends there at Ellistown has come aboard this year to kind of fill a gap. Our our friends at Shawalee has done it so many years, and Brother Richard and Miss Denise, his grandsons, they had twin grandkids that was born like at 24 weeks, and they're in Houston, Texas, and uh, one of them's in surgery today one's in surgery tomorrow and they've got a lot of things going on so we we want to pray for our friends at shawali baptist brother richard and his family and things And man are we are thankful they they've filled that role for many years but our friends at ellistown came on board this year to fill the gap that we needed and man just like everything else when we have a need somebody steps up in the community yeah. and man we're very thankful for Ella's Yeah, they've Town. been a
3: real blessing to us, man. I mean even filling in when the when Rocky went to have oh, a yeah. baby, they were just really yeah. have really They brought stepped uh, up. brought the Great music. Great servants, Love Ta- you guys. Thank you. A talented
1: group of folks, too. Talented, yeah. you know. They they started on the on the front end over there at the Freedom Center whenever we were getting the rooms prepared to open the place. They built our oh, yeah, bunk bed, right. you know, they, they brought a guy, a bunch I of guys that over and it. they, yeah. they built the bunk beds. They built the table that we have in our common room there. You want to go to a
3: servant church, go that's to it. Ellistown Baptist, man. That's Those it. guys got it going on over there. Thank you guys so oh, much. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and, you know, in our involvement and connectivity there is Jeremy Easterling. Um, you know, a guy that's a home of grace alumni that came around, uh, living free quite a bit, but you love it when you see the heart of these guys that, that, God does something too that they, they come back and they want to serve and they want to give back and it's just a clear picture of what the gospel does to the heart of a man who's been misguided and, and gets put back on his path and that's kind of what what the article this week was Tommy with, that Brant did for us it was uh, Martin Goes Full Circle and you love to see these yeah. stories where God gets a hold of somebody and really does only what he can do
2: yeah if you don't know where Ellis Town Baptist Church is go to East Union High School and it's right across the street <laughs> uh, they're very involved there. I go uh, they, they, yeah, they that church feeds them breakfast uh, on Wednesday morning, uh, feeds the kids breakfast, wow. and then they uh, mm. have uh, uh, dinner for them that night. So the school, I mean, uh, they're very involved in their community, yeah. and man, that's uh, that just stands out about them. But it is a big night for us. Uh, we host that at Living Free. We start at six o'clock. Uh we have a, a big lineup tonight, so we'll we'll go for probably an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes. Then we're gonna have Thanksgiving meal, so it it's open to you if you want to bring your family and uh, just come eat with us. But if you want to come and see what Living Free is about tonight, it'll be a night again. Uh Grace Chapel's leading music, Ronnie Martin and Amber Phillips will be sharing testimony, and uh we just expect a uh, uh, a night of hope. It's the one time that we, uh, we ask uh, for people to give to us. Most of yeah. the time, every week, we, we take up money to give away. and But this, this is a time we ask to pour into living free. And, uh, Wesley, this year we designed, uh, designated this money to uh, help the Freedom Center. Uh, the Freedom Center needs uh, new transportation. We need a, a bigger van, maybe like a transit van. Yeah. Well, we can haul 15 people around, and uh, so we're uh, we're going to look at buying one of them the first of the year. And the money that's gave this week toward uh, nine, I hope, will go to help purchase that van.
1: Yeah, well, uh, that's one of the most recent needs we have at the Freedom Center. We're looking at trying to uh, add on right now, Tommy. We got the box set out back that we're adding some space so the guys have more room for their stuff, as far as clothes and just. The items they bring into the program. So once we get that uh, framed up and attached to the building, which is in the process now, we'll have room where we can have 14, up to 14 guys there. And then uh, the transportation we have now is limited to about 12 guys. So that's yeah. that's our biggest. Need right in the near future Believe it or
3: not Some of these guys Are kind of like divas We had one guy That came in barefoot And left with Seven pair of boots Look
1: look here here. They they don't realize it But some of them Man they come in And their wife Brings them stuff Every week And I think Man she's moving him out He ain't coming back I don't know if he knows it or not But they got everything They own there And so You know We need more room Yeah
2: So uh, We're we're excited We're excited about What's going on And we're excited about The life of living Free, uh, we're celebrating. We're fixing to celebrate 20 years next year. So uh, it's 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 a big deal uh, to to be into this type of ministry and for the community to support us 20 years. And now mm. the Freedom Center's been here two years. Yeah, and so we're we're just excited about tonight. Excited about what's going on. And Wesley, uh, you know, one of the big deals for us tonight is for you to introduce Ronnie back into the community as. Uh, Assisted Director at Act hmm. Freedom Center.
1: Yeah, Tommy, I don't... uh hard not to get emotional, I guess, thinking about it. So long ago, going on five years ago, as lost and hopeless as myself, I was, to think that God can use an old center like me to uh, be part of someone else's journey to help them find freedom is overwhelming for me. And, and I love, uh, love the opportunity that we get right here in the living free community, the Freedom Center community, to get to serve alongside folks as yourself, uh, Bobby, the team that we have now there at the Freedom Center, Ralph, the guys love on people, and to get to be part of that to me has been something that I don't take lightly and I'm not, uh, I don't don't overlook, that's for sure, but for it to come full circle now, as it said, and get to introduce Ronnie as part of our team, man, that's something special. It really
2: is again that to take place tonight living free ministries uh we'll get started about six o'clock you're invited everyone's invited i mean if you're hearing our voice that, uh that's the invitation for you to come tonight it's we're located out on highway 72 right behind mike know funeral home and you come make yourself at home tonight listen uh we're thankful we get to do what we do uh this radio show let me give you a phone number that you can text maybe you got a comment about living free or a question or a question about the Freedom Center. The Freedom Center has beds open. We'd like to take two or three men in uh, between now and the end. of I mean, yeah. we could take three men in in the next week. 662 so, uh, but 9829 is a text line only. You can ask any kind of question about uh, living free or comment. Uh, Wesley, you can give them your phone number on the Freedom Center if they've if they're got somebody wanting to get in a program.
1: Yeah, 731-926-0836. That's 731-926-0836. And uh, call, text, whatever, and we'll, uh, we'll get a spot. We'll yeah. get a meeting. Whatever needs to be done, we'll make it happen. We're looking to take some guys on just as soon as possible, really.
2: And uh, you can listen to us anywhere in the world on Thursday supertalk.fM Carinth. If you've got family somewhere'd like to hear Ronnie's story. We're gonna have Ronnie Martin in the next couple of segments, asking him questions, throwing him under the bus, whatever we want to do with him. Uh, but we uh, you can listen super talkk.fM Carinth. We get to do this show because of our advertisement, our, our sponsors. Uh, my wife, Wilco Real Estate Team, their group, her and my, my daughter, and that whole team, there's seven of them, uh, is part of it. My mattress store, uh, we're fixing to be celebrating 10 years uh, there on Highway 72, located three miles west of High Prices. Uh, Gatlin's Pharmacy uh, in Tishomingo, my friend Bart and Don Dorn, uh, they've been supporters. Nick Bain, uh, Nick's a dear friend, helps us with a lot of legal matters. Uh, of course, Living Free in the Freedom Center and Crosswind. Who am I leaving out there? Well,
1: we got Daniel Arthur in the local yeah. subways, Tommy. Daniel's been a supporter. Uh, Hudson Window Solutions is one of our new supporters. He came on back in the summer, and we're thankful for Perry and his team over there to be part of what we do here. It's hard to think that uh, three years in February we'll have been doing this show. Uh, that's well, hard to believe. I, I, yeah. That don't seem real, does it? No. Not... Well,
2: Bobby, you've missed about a year and a half. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. you don't. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yeah. together today. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to introduce you, Ronnie Martin, and talk to Ronnie Martin.
4: Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of northeast Mississippi and southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson right here at Car and Mattress Furniture Island right here on Highway 72. Man, and we got deals for the month of November. Listen, we've got tools, basketball goals, grills, and a lot more just in time for the holidays. Also, we have $300 off of selected Kings and queen mattresses. It's the mattress deal of the year in Corinth. And remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
0: Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and
2: Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show, Hope. Uh, we, it's uh, truly a day of hope. We, uh, we're celebrating the night of Hope and Living Free Ministries tonight. Uh, just uh, to looking forward, we just nailed down our Christmas Day meal, too. Uh, our friend Larry Betts has been uh, going through some cancer treatments, but... Uh, he is on board. His brother Ben's going to be a part of it. So just kind of heads up, our Christmas Day meal is a uh, still on for this year. So we're excited about that. Too. Tell us about that. What is it? So, it's Christmas Day meal. We feed the community whoever is by yourself or don't have a place to go. Or, man, if you just need to come get a meal, we'll be doing it at Alcorn Central High School again this year. We also feed the uh, uh, the jails and the prison here. That's about 400 inmates there, so it, it's a big day. We feed. Uh, last year it was around a thousand, 1100 plates. We have fed over 1200, so it, it'll be a big day. And we uh, we didn't know what that looked like this year. Whether man Larry Betts been sick, mm. but uh, we uh, Betts said let's roll with it, and that's what we're going to do. But first thing up is tonight, Nine O' Hope, Living Free Ministries, and uh, Wesley, uh, why don't you introduce your guy here, and uh, if you don't throw him under the bus enough, we will.
1: Well, everybody, for those of you who have been following the show for any amount of time, you've already heard him uh, chime in a few other shows, but we had one show exclusively about him and our first three graduates of the Freedom Center And, uh, long story short, I've known Ronnie Martin for several years now. He, uh, he lived up there in Pickwick around me for a a season of his life. And so we go back a little bit as far on the other side of the cross, I guess, as we do on this side of it. But, uh, been knowing Ronnie for a while, ran back into him. I'm going to say, I guess about October, October of 21 at Living Free Ministries there. And he was, uh, having a, a, a tough time in life and was looking to do something different. The Freedom Center was becoming a reality that December, and Ronnie wanted to be our first guy. And uh, he started showing up. I started calling. We started communicating. And Ronnie was the first guy to walk through the Freedom Center door, and I'll uh, I'll never forget it because, you know, I, we were starting off just as cold as anybody could. We didn't know what was anything was going to look like, and Ronnie pulled up with his mother Deb, and I had uh, met Deb a few times, but it's the first time I really got to spend any time talking to her, and she came in, and, and you know, you just seen the love of a mother on her, and she brought Ronnie, and he came in there, and we talked a minute, but boy, he, uh, he didn't look like nobody that really wanted to be there too bad. He looked like he had he had, had a rough night, and i let him tell a little more about that, but she, she brought him, and she said here he is, and uh, so Ronnie... Ronnie Martin everybody Ronnie was the first guy through the Freedom Center and uh, now he's the first guy we've added on staff since we opened the Freedom Center so it it has came full circle Ronnie glad to have you here today yes so
5: so throughout my So that, so throughout my life you know i would always turned to drugs and alcohol at a, at a young age yeah. uh, um, it was uh it was just something i you know went to escape what i had going on in, inside um 2019 i went to my first rehab for i was on meth and uh pain pills it was short-lived as far as sobriety goes um got out uh you know was back drinking and uh the pain pills up until uh, 2000, 2008, I, I moved to Pickwick, got, uh, got in the boat business. Everything was going well. And uh, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, shortly after that Christmas Eve, I, uh, <clears throat> I was living in Pickwick, and my brother came, came up and moved to, moved to Pickwick, Pickwick with me. And um, uh, I'd asked him to babysit my girlfriend's son and I got a phone call. We were we were cheap little Christmas shopping, and uh, uh, he was in a bad ATV accident and ended up uh, losing his life. And you know, for years I felt I felt guilty for that. Mm. You know, I felt responsible because I was the one to ask him to uh, to babysit, and uh, you know I carried that for a long time. Uh, you know, I was I was mad at God. Uh, you know, just just uh, stop going to church. Stop. Uh, you know. You know. Just stop caring. You know, I lost all my hope. And uh, uh, shortly after that, a couple of years, I uh, lost that job at Pickwick. Checked into my second rehab. Um, again, it was shortly, up. I remember, uh, once I graduated from there, I was back using before I got home. Um, so uh, moved to South Haven, got back on meth. Um, uh, lost that job shortly after. Moved to Florence to start over, and uh, within a couple of weeks, my, uh, I hired a guy to, to, to hook up a hot tub for me, and it was the dope man. So, you know, I was back on meth down there, just, uh, you know, just, just total darkness, isolated myself, um, checked, in, checked into the third rehab shortly after that. Short-lived again, and got kicked out for having drugs on me, and then that was just my rock bottom. man I was just, uh, you know, I, the enemy had me convinced that you know I couldn't, I couldn't get off the drugs. You know, I pretty much accepted that.
1: And then I, I met Tommy. Well, that's, uh, you know, Ronnie, you said a whole lot in the, in that short bit of time, but one of the things I guess sticks out to me is, you know, you wanted to be sober. You yeah, wanted something different. I, I, I for, just didn't know how. For many, many years, and you wanted to. You were willing to do some things to change it. You know, you moved to a new town. You, uh, you had given efforts and went to other programs and, and tried to find some type of what the world would call normalcy. And and I really relate to that because I thought for so long in my journey that if I could just get sober, yeah, everything else would be all right. But. Uh, you know, in a sense, that's just the beginning of it, right? Yeah, that wouldn't... That's that's the lie we tell ourselves that, that just getting problem, sober is going to cure all my problems. Yeah, that wasn't the problem. Because I got sober multiple times through my life. But like you said, you know, a week, a day, three weeks, you know, that would just be short times. And I would be right back in the ditch. And so, you know, that's just so deflating, to trying to get some momentum on doing life right whenever you know you're putting your best foot forward you've gotten to the place where you said you need to be well i'm sober mm-hmm. i'm gonna do better and you make it a week and the, you know the you fall right back on your face I, what <clears throat> i remember one line wesley told
3: me one time just riveted me and uh because you know i'm a counselor guy mm. so i always think about like the underbelly all this stuff but he told me that sometimes i would get sober just to prove to myself that i could still get sober yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and so and I was like, Man, you know, that's like because you feel like you're slipping away. Like mm. maybe I can't get sober this next time. So I'd yeah. better get sober. And when he told me that I was really blown away and it tied into what Ronnie said, Ronnie said the enemy had convinced me I couldn't Oh for this, sure. This wasn't for me. I turned yeah. every way, yeah. I wasn't gonna be get well, sober.
1: And and the and the more times that we give it this, you know, half hearted effort, but in our minds is really a full blown effort. Every time that we come up short in that, we yeah. start more and more to believe the lie that it's too late for us. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I started out when I was young and I looked around at these old heads and I said, man I don't want to be that when I get older. Next thing you know I'm 33 years old mm-hmm. and I am the old head in the room and the old heads are dead mm-hmm. And man, you know how how debilitating that is yeah
3: and and so and and let me just uh, fly the helicopter up. Well what's the Lord doing? the lord is stripping away every every ounce of your hope in yourself i can't do this i can't stay sober and what happens is the devil will lie and say and you never will be mm-hmm. but what you but what but how god uses that what the devil intends for, for evil, evil. god Amen. intends for good mm-hmm. and how god uses that he's like no
1: i was just showing you that you can't do Amen. it, that's you know, right? Yeah, well, then that's that is the lie that we believe, and in the Bible it says, You shall know the truth and it'll make you free. But for so long, we believe that lie and it, it builds on us and mounts on us. And we're still trying to fight, and we have all this pride. You know, Bobby, we've talked about it to get plenty of times. Some reason folks out here doing this drugs and uh trying to figure out life are rooted in so much pride, and and I come to so clear to me in my journey that at my lowest point I was still so daggum proud and I had nothing to be proud of I hadn't nothing had ever really I yeah. had, hadn't accomplished anything in life that I had set out for and so why and I had to start to really take a deeper look inside of myself and think man what what do you got to be proud about what what's going on with you mm-hmm. and and it's really just a mask as Well as and Deb it, yeah said. it's
3: just it's this. I've got to, you've got to you be know, strong. Do, yeah, you've I've got, got to, to do keep it. up perceptions, and, and instead it. of no, actually, I need the God uh, who we all left at the in, in the garden, <clears> you know, uh, to uh, come back and help me. And I, I know that Tommy, one of my fun journeys of being with Tommy for fifteen of the eighteen years that Living Free's been around, is that, you know, he used to say, "Well, hey, he must increase, I must decrease." And I was like, he Pretty doesn't simple. even know. He always says these things, you know, that are way ahead. It's like he, like, it, almost the way he talks is prophetic, right? It's like, that is the whole answer, by the way. John it is 30. the whole answer. And, and it's like, how, how do I begin to step into that whole answer? You know, but you can see it. I mean, sometimes we would listen to guys that in, were talking, they would say something, and he'd just tap me and say he must increase honesty cre I mean and what I knew yeah. was that he was saying was this guy's full of himself. No. He he ain't got it yet. Yeah. He's just full of himself. Because there ain't the Lord Jesus isn't running this conversation. You know, this guy still thinks that he can pull it off by himself.
1: And mm-hmm. guess what? As both of you learned, the Lord will mm-hmm. strip that away from
2: you. Oh
3: yeah.
1: One of one of the things that I heard this week in that pastor conference we attended out at Unity is one of the preachers there preached on that salvation is birthed in a crisis for us, that we're always to a place where we're at our lowest and our weakest. And you know, I, all of the salvation experience stories that you hear people telling is, man, they're at their worst. They're at no. their lowest, you know? And well. uh, so that's why it's necessary for us to go through these trials, these tribulations, these struggles, because we got to get to the end of ourself. And him as the prodigal, when he came to the end of his self.
2: Well. Well, uh, Ronnie got us up to the point of getting to the Freedom Center, and he wasn't quite done with himself. Uh, when we come back from the break, we'll oh no, he was still there. Yeah, we uh, we'll get into what that looked like and where you're at now, Ronnie, and you know what the last two years has been like. I mean, because you just described you in your own words. You you described your life before just mm-hmm. full of darkness. Yeah. And stuff. So, we're going to come back with our third segment in a few minutes. Again, big shout out to all of our sponsors. It's the Night of Hope. You're invited to Living Free Ministries. We start at six o'clock. We'll be right back.
6: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is quite simply, what type of help need of seasonal apparel and these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone so if you are in need of help please call us or come see us at crosswind on 703 tate street we're here to help Bain bowen attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program
0: At Baines & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and
2: Wesley Jackson. All right, we're back with our next segment. We're excited about today's show. We had a little things going on there, but we we we're interviewing Ronnie Martin, and Ronnie is our new staff uh, member there at the Freedom Center, and the Freedom Center is a 12-week residential program and Ronnie happened to be the first guy to come in our program. And uh, that day you showed up, Ronnie, you was a mess. The segment before you said your life was just darkness from rehab to rehab, getting kicked out of rehab because you carried dope into it, uh, getting drunk as soon as you left. And you're, you're coming to the Freedom Center, going to be our first guy in, and you pull one more. You was drunk the night before and got locked up and – and uh, and and then you show up. You really didn't know what to expect. And uh, we're no smoking. And uh, you've got your glass of vodka out there in the parking lot. And so you you come all messed up that day too. Fresh carton of
5: cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that's just how I. Uh, that's just how I cope with how life. Old was you Ronnie. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah.
2: And life was just still upside down.
5: Oh, uh, big time. So. Big
2: time. Uh, you meet Wesley that day. Uh, Wesley pulls cigarettes. Uh, you. I don't know if you poured your last drink out or you I swallowed did. it or what. I did. not I poured it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I believe that story, but we'll go with it. <laughs> but.
5: Well, he poured that so, last little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I poured out all I, could, yeah, I couldn't by, drink. By the time Wes, grabbed oh,
3: yeah. a cup uh, or I, something. I'll
1: never forget. I, Deb, I said, oh, what's See, I, I seen him walk outside to smoke and take a drink. I said, is he out there smoking? She said, yeah, can, he can't smoke here. I, I said, no, he can't. She said, I'll, I'll go tell him. I said, no, let me do it. We'll go ahead and just, I'll I'll tell him. Well, I went out and he turned around and he said, I can't have these here. And I said, nope.
2: He so said, you get there and the first two weeks is really rough on you. I mean, you're – It was, it was. You I know, mean, it was. You're the, <laughs> uh, you're, you're really that. sick. Yeah, uh,
5: and then Ralph gave me COVID. Yeah, the first dope sick, yeah. COVID
2: sick. <laughs> it's true, he
6: got
3: he, COVID yeah, too. No. He didn't know. He was real there. dope sick and then got COVID yeah. on top yeah. of so it. So,
2: about – I don't know how far in the program. And, uh, uh, I mean, you're, I'll tell you how bad a shape you're in, Ronnie. Let me bring it to reality yeah, to good. you. You couldn't yeah. outrun Ralph. I mean, bad. you was, was trying to hide from Ralph, and Ralph found you.
5: I was wounded, yes. Sir.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that's how bad you, I mean, that's how physical bad shape you was in <laughs> and everything. So Ralph Ralph got you with a pack of cigarettes or something there, and so we we call you in the office, and I remember Wesley talking to you, and, and that day you had to make a decision. I won't never forget, Ronnie, what, what are you going to do with yourself? And he said, well, I can, I can just go back to the home of grace, and I'll, I'll never forget this. I said, Ronnie, you're just going to keep checking in and out of programs? And something after that, you and Wesley had a conversation, but somewhere along the line, right there, four or five weeks in a program, something clicked for you.
5: It did. Uh, you know, I just, that's, Wesley told me, you know, I had so much more to offer if I was all in, and, and I'd never been all in anything, you know. Uh, so I just hit my knees that night. It was the 27th of December, I believe, and, uh, you know, just cried out to the Lord, Lord, I need you because I've, I've, never, I've never been all in and I've never uh, been sober. So I, I need your guidance. Your, your assistance here and that's that's when things started changing it's totally
1: surrendered
2: so what's what what that look like
1: well there was a whole lot of haps as brother Dana would call it in between there uh, I think Christmas Eve you're, the cigarette incident you're talking about and and coming full circle me and Ronnie talked about this later but Ronnie I happen to be in Nashville and I just pulled up the cameras to check the guys out and I looked at the cameras, and Ronnie, it's 9 o'clock at night, and Ronnie is suiting up Come in a black on, hoodie, black sweatpants. He's just, like, geared up to go rob somebody or something. Ninja gear. And yeah, I seen him look, and he's looking up at the cameras, looking left, just looks suspicious as all get out. And I, I called Ralph. I said, Ralph. Ronnie's up to something. I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, he eased on out the back door and started staring up at the sky and was looking at the stars. And, and, you know, Ralph started calling him Stargazer after that. But he's looking up at the sky, you know, he's looking at the sky, I guess, just dealing with himself and trying to figure out life. We're, We're just assuming that he's trying to get over on us. And he eases off in the bushes and smokes his cigarette. And later on, Ronnie was telling me that story from his side of things. And he said, man, I went out there in them bushes, and I'm looking up, and I think it was pretty close to the anniversary of your your brother passing away, right? It was, yes. Um, So this was the exact day, the anniversary day. So he's dealing with a lot emotionally inside, you know, everything. So there's a lot going on there, and unbeknownst to us, he's out there literally looking up at the stars like, God, what's going on here? Why am I like this? How how do I have to deal with this? Why, Why can't I get this right? And he goes in the bushes and smoking his cigarette. And he said he prayed to the Lord, God, if you really want me to quit smoking and you want me to do something different, send me a sign. (laughs) He said, there come Ralph around the corner of the
6: building. That's a big sign. (laughs) Huh? Huh? That's a big sign. He said that like so...
1: So he said, as soon as that happens, he's like, no, this ain't what I'm talking about. You know, (laughs) no, he he started backpedaling just like we all do. You know, we'll we'll cry out to the Lord for something to change and God calls us to change and we run from that. And that's what Ronnie had always known was running from it. But this time it was different. And God, by his spirit, started drawing Ronnie to a place where he could do something with him. And he had him fully broken and he was just at this dilemma at the end of his self and where God was really trying to do something and that night really to me played a crucial role. And I think that started stirring Ronnie from when we had that conversation the following Monday, Tommy, and we, we just called him on his stuff. We're like, dude, you just you just idling through here like you have other programs and it. it's time to do something different. What's stopping you? What's stopping you?
2: So what when did you graduate? January to February um, February eleventh. 11th. February eleventh of twenty two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so uh, what life looked like for you when you left there?
5: Yeah, when I first graduated, um, there was a revival going on in Florence, Alabama, and uh, ended up being nine weeks. And now you know I, so I attended that.
2: Now, I'll make sure everybody heard that. you was started you moved you was living in Florence. Yeah. You went to a church that was having revival that met for nine straight weeks, every, every night. Nine every night. weeks? Yeah. How often, did, yeah, how, how oh, wow. often, how often did you meet? Every night. Not one time. Not one oh, time. Oh man, there so, you go. Talk so, about ninety and ninety. Uh, so what? What? What do you feel like That's, during them ninety days, right off. there? That something had to stir in you, right there.
5: Yeah. You know, it was just. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, I I never been sober, so you know I I, I relied on the Lord to uh, you know for my strength and, and my guidance. Kind
2: of like going to a buffet for the first time. Oh, big yeah,
5: time! Tailor made, tailor
1: made for you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. and then so you 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 get married. You and Kathy gets married. You're married in shortly Florence. after. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get you a pretty good job. Uh, you're very involved in this church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you show up at. A, men's retreat sometime or A men's sometime.
5: encounter yeah over in, over in crow's neck and uh, you know i was i was uh you know the lord just showed me put it on my heart you know he didn't save me to keep chasing my own dreams you know i felt like i was doing good but something was just still missing uh, you know i was just pretty much chasing the dollar and he you know he showed me through some uh preaching and uh some studies that he saved me to help others so then so I came back and mentioned that to you. For
2: about a year. Well, well
3: I wanna make make yeah. mention something right quick. So what Tommy tells you guys is when they get out, you know, you gotta find a church. Uh, you got to find a group you know what I mean yeah. and like you got to get a job so like if you think about like sometimes these things happen by accident I, one of my favorite things that I listened in Tommy's story was he said well I didn't know what I was supposed to do but I was going to be in a church every night because they didn't have no groups you know no. they didn't have nothing so no. I just went to a church every night mm-hmm. and I showed up at the WMU and found out yeah. it was only for women yeah you know what I mean and but I was going somewhere you know and if they if there's a meeting somewhere i was going to be at it and so that little and and by the way in my own experience here's what i felt like and i'm i'm sure this is what you guys are talking about but here's how it seemed to me it just seemed to me like the lord had my hand like i was a little bitty three-year-old for sure and he was just taking me places
1: mm-hmm. and i was happy to go
3: and yeah. and i wasn't bucking at all mm-hmm. i was just father was taking me to places and i was going there you know mm-hmm. and, and and i was happy to be there and i was there wasn't any thought about it mm-hmm. i didn't have any of these little Oh, I think I want to do whatever. You know, it's like the Lord was taking me somewhere. I was going. And that's what you're talking about. He was just leaving me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me. And I just, My you know, it's move, like yeah. I didn't have any, there wasn't any way I was going to miss it. But I didn't, it wasn't like it was some big deal. It was like the Lord was, you so know, was going. So in,
2: in the midst of this year or so that Ronnie's in Florence working his lumberyard salesman job and all that and he shows up at this men's encounter deal and the Lord moves on him, for but for a year, on Mondays, me, Wesley, and Ralph had been praying because we knew we needed to expand our staff. We needed another team member and we probably still need one more. But, the whole time we was mentioning Ronnie Martin's name. He didn't have a clue, nobody really knew. We was keeping it that way and all of a sudden, Ronnie calls me out of the blue and says, man, God's calling me to do more than what I'm doing, man. I, I, I feel like I need to come be part of y'all or need to help Help me find my spot. There you go. And uh, here we are today. Uh, Ronnie's uh, just started October, mm-hmm. uh, October the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's been learning just to find what his uh, spot is there and for us to expand. We had three or four things we needed to do at Freedom Center for us to expand to be able to house more men. That was one thing was put us a big walk-in closet, uh, get us another team member, which is Ronnie. Uh, We got to expand our transportation, and that's the reason we're having our night of hope. We ask people to give, and then we'll be looking at building another building sometime in the next year so we can house more men. I don't know what you called
3: that van, but uh, for us country (laughs) folks, it's called a people mover. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it we call it a transit van, transit just, yeah, van, okay. just a bigger, it's like go. a Ford van or something. Yeah, like
3: a twenty-five passenger. Well, 15. Oh, 15. Oh, fifteen. 15, Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so not yeah. a big. No. Uh, yeah, we, just a fifteen somebody passenger.
2: Somebody have to van. get their okay. CDL license or something. Yeah, and we, we don't know if that. running past test yet. <laughs> but listen, we're excited tonight. Ronnie will be sharing that story. Ronnie didn't share everything. They was some uh, his brother's death. Uh, some thinking of suicide some things and within his life during that dark side of his life uh, Ronnie shared and we're gonna share so he'll share a little more of that tonight at our night of hope we're excited about it we're, we're thankful that God changes people's lives and that's the reason we've been showing up for 20 years and that's the reason we have the Freedom Center we have bad openings right now if you are a man 21 or above Uh, life's upside down. You're ready to do something else. You want to be the next Ronnie Martin? uh, Guys, go to carandfreedomcenter.com, fill out the application, get it started. We could take you in pretty quick uh, if you're serious. Uh, That's the way it works, carandfreedomcenter.com, and we could get it started. We invite you tonight to come to our night, I hope. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back and wrap it up with Ronnie and some more comments. We're thankful that God takes drug addicts and changes their lives. Yes, sir.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson right here at Car and Mattress Furniture Island right here on Highway 72. Man, and we got deals for the month of November. Listen, we've got tools, basketball goals, grills, and a lot more just in time for the holidays. Also, we have $300 off of selected kings and queen mattresses. It's the mattress deal of the year in Corinth. And remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
6: Here's to choice. To making your voice be heard. To getting exactly what you want. Especially when you eat. At Subway Restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh.
2: Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, guys, we welcome you back to our last segment of Hope. Listen, heads up, we will not be here next Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. I hope you have a big day of Thanksgiving. I hope you uh, uh, enjoy the Thanksgiving week, eat plenty. Uh, what, what's the thing you're most thankful for?
3: Yeah, well, I'm thankful that God takes people who are suffering. I wanted to say this. You know, a lot of times you look at an addict as a sinner and somebody who's messing up everything and all the lives around him. But I want to give you another paradigm to see somebody who's in addiction. See him as a sufferer. What was going on with Ronnie was he was literally suffering, dying on the inside, Mm -hmm. unprocessed grief, you know, my... Brother was lost, and I've never been able to work through it, and just suffering. And, and the problem is, is like, you, you see an addict, and you see him as making a mess of his life and all this kind of stuff. But I've, I haven't met an addict that wants to be one. I've yeah. never met an addict that isn't actually suffering. Yeah. I mean, they won't stop, fair enough. You know what I mean? And so it's easy to be like all up on them. But there's a suffering that's going on inside their hearts. And what I'm thankful for is that Jesus is the friend of the sufferer. That's what I'm thankful for. I see it.
1: It's a gradual suffering, Bobby, that we become accustomed to and almost like Mm -hmm. we need a... We need a part of that to feel like we're still alive, and, and you know, and something until something replaces that. What well, well, name? Something you
2: thankful for today, Wes?
1: Oh, so many, so many things. Tommy, that the Lord saved me, but my family, uh, you guys, friends, the opportunity and purpose that He's now restructured my life by and giving me something new direction. Value. I can. I can go on. Yeah.
2: Well, but we're we're headed out of here. When we leave here, we're headed to the school to eat Thanksgiving meal with a group of kids we meet with every week. You know, when you support Living Free, let me tell you, we not only do you support our support group systems and that, but you you, you allow us to go to the jails, the courtrooms, into the schools. Uh, your support allows us to do a lot of things. And one of the biggest things we get to do is meet with the school kids every week. And we're fixing to do that when we leave here today. And uh, I, I'm just thankful for what we get to do every day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's because of this community. Ronnie, what are you thankful for?
5: So The same thing you guys said, but, you know, just just having another day, you know, yeah. above ground and just a chance to make things right.
2: Yeah, well, uh, as we, you know, prepare to have Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming. It's a great time of the year. Baseball season's over with, but, I mean, it's still a great time of the year. Uh, high school basketball has started. Dr. Phil, I went to my first game Tuesday night. I'm going to go to another game Friday night. And so high school basketball is under the way, so uh, we can survive because of that. But listen, you know, we're fixing to celebrate 20 years of Living Free Ministries in this community. We didn't have a clue what we was doing 20 years ago when we started it. Uh, Brother Kenny Digby gave me the key to the Baptist Association. We started. I started meeting and I had no clue. I had David Dodd and uh, Truman Stockdale helping, just meeting, encouraging and for the last 20 years uh, god's been faithful and in in them 20 years when we started it i knew the lord had saved me out of the darkness just like ronnie had just shared mm-hmm. my life was full of darkness full of upside down with no hope when the lord saved me he gave me a purpose and that mm-hmm. purpose was to go back into my community and help men that was struggling with the same kind of life i did and that's That's how Living Free was built. That's how we do. Still going today, and it was because of men like Ronnie Martin, men like Wesley Jackson in our community, and other men. You know, I I can name some uh, in our community that's been them gold nuggets for us. Larry Betts. Larry Betts. You know that God has changed. God is God's been faithful. And and some of these guys didn't make it. We've done a lot of funerals. We've done a lot of visits to the jails and prison. But you know, throughout all that, our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. and we want to give that thanks to Him. It's Thanksgiving season, it's Christmas season coming up, but it's because of Jesus uh, we get to offer hope. Our night of hope is tonight. Again, Grace Chapel's uh, worship band will be leading us. Amber Phillips, who's got a powerful story, as powerful as anybody, she she goes to church at the Crossroads. Uh, she'll be sharing. Ronnie Martin will be sharing. Ronnie has just moved back to Corinth mm-hmm. uh to become part of her team and stuff. So we're excited about that. Our friends from ellistown Baptist will be giving Thanksgiving meal tonight. So we're we're just super pumped, guys. And uh again, we won't be here next Thursday. We'll miss it two weeks from today. Uh I'll be out, so I, I don't know what you guys will be doing, but I'll be listening to you and things. Uh, Again, just Wesley, right quick, we got a couple minutes you can share about the, Corinth, about the Freedom Center, how to, how to get help.
1: Yeah, so the uh, application process will start on our website, CorinthFreedomCenter.com. That's CorinthFreedomCenter.com. Click on the Apply button, and uh, we'll get back with you within a 12- to 24-hour period. Or If you just have questions and you don't want to apply, but you have questions or thoughts, there's a info link at the bottom. You can put your information there, and I'll respond to you that way.
2: Well, a couple of encouragement texts. Uh, old high school uh, classmate, I finished high school with in 1984. That's a long time ago, Greg, but thank you for texting. Mm. Uh, Maria, thank you for texting. And other ones, that's a uh, message. Uh, we're here because of you. And when you walk up to us, no matter where we're at, uh, Wesley, somewhere we was at the other day, somebody stopped me and said, oh, yeah. we was at Unity, Unity. Baptist yeah. Church Monday. And in, in a Bible conference, and some guy stopped me right there and said, man, I listen to y'all every Thursday. And that's encouraging Yeah. because uh, sometimes we think we're in here just bouncing off the walls and uh, things. But today's show was special. Again, it's our night of hope. Uh, come out and uh, support us tonight. Come get a Thanksgiving meal. If you just want to come be a part of it, that would be good. Uh, come hear Ronnie Martin's story. Out of darkness into light. The only way that happens is a relationship with the Lord That's Jesus. You can it. get sober and still be in the dark. Amen. Hey, <laughs> but when you come yeah. into the light, it's the Lord Jesus. These changes and stuff. Freedom. So we're we're thankful for that, guys. Uh, listen, I, I'm gonna. I've got. I'm gonna read our verse right quick. We got ten seconds. Anybody? All right. I'm gonna read our verse and we're done. It comes out of Jude. Uh, Now, all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. All glory to him who alone is God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are before all time and in the present beyond all time. Amen. Thank y'all for joining us today, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. Enjoy Thanksgiving week.
1: Six o'clock tonight.